welcome to the podcast. Ah, it's Susie. And Todd. And of course, I have to have Todd here as my hype guy and as my emotional support person and as someone to talk to. Do you know how hard it is to just talk to a computer and not even see your own face? You're just talking into an abyss. It's not an easy task. (laughs) The step from going from zero to one of starting this podcast has been such a journey. Actually, a journey that started in literal, literal 2019 was when I got my first podcast mic thinking, I'm gonna start a podcast. You guys know this, I've cried wolf how many times? 30 of I'm starting podcasts going to be coming out in a few months and it never came out and it never came out and it never came out and I never could get myself to do it now some of that came from uh the uh, uh, traumas of the past two years of my life um I went into a cave I on uh May 17th of 2021 my best friend Kim my soul sister my person her husband tragically died in a car accident. And in that one second, I woke up (laughs) and I had a lot of questions. (laughs) God, what are we doing here? Why did you do this? Why are we here? What is my purpose? What is life? What is religion? What is God? What is Jesus? What is going on? (laughs) They say you find your path to spirituality either through trauma or by choice. And I definitely found mine through trauma. I always have such a hard time with this because Ryan's death was such a massive seismic shift in my life and has changed it in so many ways for the better. And at also knowing the depths of obvious pain, it's hard that those two can feel tied. But I also think that there's beauty in that because of course God gives beauty from ashes and there will always be a tie. I think him that is around, I know he is, for what that impacted in in waking me up and giving me a shock to my system, a shock to my alignment, a shock to my love that I have for people, the love that I have for you. I won't lie and say that the reason I wanted to start this podcast in the past was like, this is a great funnel builder. We'll get so many people in here listening, listening to me. We'll, we'll just build the funnel and that we'll, we'll build the business. And that was never the right reason. That profit is never the right reason. When you make love the actual bottom line, everything will flow to you. It's it's the laws of divine compensation. When you are literally leading from a place from, from love and that is the source of abundance because the source of all abundance is love. And what is the source of love? God. That is the source. That is the end all be all. And that is the reason that I'm here on this podcast right now, finally, at the right time. My programs is where we're going to work on your business. But in this, po- in this podcast, this is where we're going to work on you because it's not your business that makes the money. It is who you are that makes the money. The purpose for all of our businesses is we think they're for money, right? But now I fully understand the purpose for any business is love. They're all just a front for doing God's work, which is spreading love and energy throughout the universe. And when we get away from that, when we actually just make the focus money, then it, it's not, it never hits. It's never, it's never quite what you want it to be. I believe that all of us were put here with our own specific medicine for the world that only we hold and only we can give. And that is our purpose. And I believe that purpose is going to find its way to to get out into the world if we just get out of its way. 
Okay, let me take you back to when I started my first business on accident slash also purpose. I was working as a nurse, a bone marrow transplant unit nurse. And I, I became a nurse when I was 19 and I did that until I was 26. And I loved it so very much walking with people, going through the hardest thing of their entire lives. Our patients were on there an average of a month and you, I got to know them, their families so well before uh, seven out of 10 passed away. <laughs> I learned so much about life and credit my time as a nurse for creating who I am as a human being. Um, but And I had Lucy. Lucy came along and I picked up a camera, so excited to take, you know, those pictures of your newborn baby. And I just started snapping photos and like this little kindling, this little fire started inside of me. Like, I love this. I'm actually so passionate about it. I'd nurse the baby and then I would stay up for hours watching these YouTube on how to make people's eyes look like alien level brightness, whiten their teeth to the most unnatural, crazy amounts. I wanted to know how to do that. If I could desaturate the whole photo and make it black and white and just make the rose red, I was legit. So I'd spent hours doing this, following this little spark, this little passion. And finally, I got brave enough. A fellow nurse, Ruby, love you, Ruby, if you hear this, had a baby. And I said, hey, can I take your newborn photos? I'm not gonna guarantee they're gonna be any good, but I'd really like to take them. She was like, yes, of course. And I charged her $35 <laughs> for my first uh, photography session, $35. And in that one exchange of money, I can tell you we were out on my porch. She whipped out her checkbook. She said, are you sure only $35? And I wanted to say 50, but I wussed out and I said 35. But I remember that feeling of her giving me that check of like, I cannot believe I just made $35 doing something that was so freaking fun. And that little spark, it sustained me. And I just kept following it and getting more clients and more clients and learning more and being more lit up and realizing that, oh my gosh, this is way funner than being up all night as a nurse with dying patients. It really is. Quickly, I was able to replace my nursing income with my photography income and continue to put Todd through school, which was the biggest blessing. And it was my first taste of how crazy this could be. As a kid, I've, I've always been an entrepreneur at heart, but me and my best friend, Mari, we would, we would take rocks and we would, we would crack them open. I love to crack open rocks with, you know, you stack a rock in the middle of two rocks and you crack it open and see what beautiful, shiny things were inside. And we would crack open these rocks and sell them on the side of the road. This is funny because I'm sure my mom had nothing to do with crystals. And now I still love crystals to this day. I think it was my first like crystal exposure, these rocks. But anyways, I'd sell these rocks to people as they pass by. And then I took it one level further. And when you smash the rocks, there's all this little dust. And I would take this dust and I would put it into Ziploc bags. And I took it to school and I sold it to the other girls at school as fairy dust. <laughs> So I've always had this little entrepreneur bug in me. And I remember we took those rocks and we went to Lloyd's store, this tiny little store. I grew up in the country. There's like 700 people in the little tiny little Archer Idaho community that I'm from. But it, thank goodness had this store that me and Mari, we would walk to every day with our earnings, usually a couple bucks. On a good day, it was a couple bucks. Good day, it was a couple bucks. And one day I bought, it cost $1.29. I can see the sticker on top of the blue marshmallow cream can so clearly. We took it up to our tree house and I ate the entire thing of marshmallow cream. It was like my first taste of success. And success 
tastes like marshmallow cream to me still. Also, I cannot eat marshmallow cream. I literally developed an aversion. It is so disgusting to me. After you eat one entire, can you imagine the amount of sugar I consumed in eating that entire jar? Disgusting. <laughs> but success, that was my first taste of marshmallow cream. And then Ruby's $35 check, check, that was my second taste of marshmallow cream and I became addicted. I was like, I want more of this. I want more of this life-giving energy. I want more of this money. Love has never, love has not always been the guiding star of my business. <laughs> That's embarrassing to admit and truthful. There's been times where it's like profit, 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 what will people buy? What can I launch that I know people are just gonna eat up that will make us the most money? How fast can I do it? And those are not the times when anything feels good because when you're leading from a place of your ego, things are going to go awry. If not in that current moment, somewhere down the road, karma's real. You're going to be paying for this. The law, spiritual laws of the universe, cause and effect, they're always going to be there. <laughs> so that hasn't always been the case and doesn't, I don't know if it's shown to our business a month later or a year later, but you always pay. When you don't leave with love and you lead with your ego, at some point you will always pay, I promise you. So maybe through this podcast, we can help you pay a few less few of those dues. Let's build something that lights you up and spreads a hell of a lot of love.